Yeah, I don't give a fuck. Mm. This doesn't bother me as much as it should bother you. My own chewing doesn't bother me. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Okay. Well, if it did, I'd be skinny. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus Christ. Sorry. You're the worst. Chug's eating the pretzel. Mm. What happened? Uh, so, uh, what happened at work today, Audrey? Oh, someone's shit in the men's room trash can. <laughs> An adult. <laughs> Why? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. There was human feces in the men's room trash can. <laughs> and the trash bags are clear, so I saw a trash bag full of poop today. It's so gross. That's disgusting. Why did that happen? That is absolutely disgusting. It's the worst. Why would you do that? I don't know. You ever Whoever seen a bag the fuck full did of poop? that, suck a dick. Yeah. I agree. You know what? And it's not even a good dick. I don't know. What what tastes bad that can go on a dick? Nickels. Pennies, nickels, yeah. nickels, pennies, and thumbtacks. Okay. Why cool. would thumbtack? How would they be on there? Like a bedazzled dildo with thumbtacks mm. instead of bedazzled. Stones. My feelings are: if you're gonna shit in a trash can, at least tell someone. <laughs> like, do you think that they were just like, like all the stalls were taken in there in a rush? Right. Like, if that's the that's case, what my theory was. Yeah. Or, or was it some maniac who just walked in and was like, "I'm gonna <laughs> shit in your trash can." Here's my thing: the amount of people who go in and out of that bathroom, not one person was like, "Smells like." asshole in here because it did not smell good there's just feces sitting in a fucking trash mm. can Annie, i do like the idea of just someone just being plain evil and just mm-hmm. wanting to shit, I'm gonna go in, shit in their fucking trash can i have a real gross just story this. when i worked at an applebee's when i was like 19 that's gross enough right yeah there. horrible and it was in appalachia um so it was a busy applebee's so appalachia um I had to work dish one day and the dishwashers at applebee's also have to clean the bathrooms and I went into the men's restroom, and there was a splooge on the s- urinal. No. Who the hell? No. Yeah, there Ew. was straight up cum on the urinal. Who's horny at an Applebee's? A lot of people. A lot of people just Rightfully don't. so. No. I Dollaritas. Would. I feel like I have reason to shit in the trash can at your work. What is your reason? They tried to kill me. No. With compote. Well, that's funny. Was it compote? I thought we decided it was something else. I thought it was a blackberry. It was the blackberry jelly or something like that. Oh, so it was probably compote. Oh, compote. Yeah, and it was but just on the ground. sticky. Yeah. Well, it was juicy, <laughs> that's for sure, and slippery. Um, and I think that... It was I don't know juicy. if we ever talked about this story on pod yet, but... I think we did. This was but... a few months back. It was a while ago. And I... I was at this place with my friend, and I stepped on some jelly compote, something like that, and my foot just slid like two feet in front of the rest of my body. Right. And it was just not okay. We should also (laughs) add that this is the restaurant that I work at, and I was not there that day. And if I was there, there, that wouldn't have happened. But we were talking about how I could how I could possibly maybe make some money off of it, but I don't think it's going to work. Yeah. It's probably a little late. It probably is. Um, <laughs> that being said, you do have every right to shit in our trash can, but I don't know why you'd choose the men's room. No, I would do the women's room. Yeah. Just because I'm a lady. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Great. 
Well, I am a lady. Well, welcome back. I gotta say, it was a lot of poop. <laughs> it comes with old age, Danny. Constipation. Constipation. First of all, Constipation. Second of all, you're full of crap. Constipation. Okay, everybody. Welcome to our season opener for season two. Season two, baby. I'm snacking uh, on some big Cheetos. But uh, <laughs> where'd that Tide to Go pen come from? You? Your butthole. I don't have a Tide to Go. I have Tide to Go wipes. You see, Annie and I are on the same page. We believe a lot of the things that Audrey's missing or produces always comes from her butthole, and I think that's special. Uh, but here is how the- do we know you didn't shit in the trash can? <gasps> oh, that is. Mm, this is. A- I have to go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, uh, season. To episode one. Season two, baby. The only way I think we should just summarize the episode with just the Hulu description. Uh, it just says, it says, right, r- swear to God, what are you doing? She Cheetos off mic. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so we should, uh, we should do the Hulu description, which immediately resolves all the last season bullshit. It says, when Lucas and Keith learn about Dan's heart attack, they decide to return to Tree Hill. So all of the conflict in the last two episodes. Com- it's just over. Over. <laughs> over. And Hulu just gives away the entire fucking summary. I wonder if that was. Was that you? <laughs> I did it with my mouth. Um, She's on sicko mode, dude. Because wonder- you wouldn't let me listen to System of a Down today. You could have let me tucker myself out, I almost but you wouldn't this. let me listen to fucking toxicity by I'm, System hey, of a Down. I'm just going to cut this right now that you're talking okay. about. I don't want to hear about so System of a Down right I, now. I wonder if that was the description they led with initially when the episode came out. That's a good question. Because you would think they would take, they would just use the same description. Here, let's see what Wikipedia says. I don't know. Audrey, I don't need this. We need more of a can-do attitude. Yeah, We're more of a can-don't. I didn't get to listen to Toxicity today, and I'm pissed. I'm a baby. That's not going to make sense when you cut out my previous statements about System of a Down. Well, now I'm leaving it in. Ooh, okay. So I win in the end. No, you really don't. Uh, Okay, so here's... So here's the summary of in the second season premiere after Lucas and Keith learned that Dan had a heart attack and was still in the hospital, they decided it was best for them to return to Tree Hill. Yeah, so it's the same fucking description. You're right. Exactly yeah. the same. So it's the exact same fucking description. So it's not even Hulu's fault. It's, it's just the n- it's just the fault of the writers. Right, but like even like with streaming services, you feel like that they would come up with a better summary instead of like giving they, away the fucking episode. Like we don't know for sure that they come back to the come back to Tree Hill until the end and they literally give it away in the description. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but like I wish they would just <sighs> I mean we expect it, but where's the why is the fight? They just say Keith after Dan's heart attack, Keith and Lucas consider 
returning to trio. That would be actually a better That's description just, for sure. Just one word switch, like. Yeah. But also, everyone who's everyone, all the people at Hulu probably have seen well, this me- show. We're probably like. <laughs> Yeah, we know it's going to get resolved in the next episode anyway. Let's just not bullshit the What people. if the last episode, the description was, Haley and Nathan get married and Dan has a heart attack? <laughs> that would be a great fucking... I think that is the description for the last episode. <laughs> and Lucas needs to change some things. That's the one thing they leave up in the air. They're like, what's he going to change? I, Lucas is going to make um, a change. And the Ravens of- lose the basketball game. Dan has a heart attack and Haley and Nathan get married. Speaking of that, does not come back for the season finale. I don't know if we mentioned on pod that Luke would have a big change, um, not just about like his life, but Audrey guessed he did something with his hair. Yeah, because he said I got to make some changes. And, and I was like, he's gonna come in with a haircut. That's all it was. That's and, all it really was. That's and all this episode, he gets a buzz cut. Mm-hmm. And um, what 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 did Keith call him? Felicity. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know. <sighs> I wish that I could just solve all my problems with a new haircut. That would be so great. Big haircut. I'm going to call you Big Haircut. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good nickname. All right, let's get... It's from The Office. Let's get into the summary here. I don't remember. Let's get into... Are you fucking me? Sorry, I haven't watched The Office in quite a long time. One day I'm just going to pull a soundbite for all of of our dumb one-liners and Annie's Are You Fucking Me is going to (laughs) be the main key. Can we get one of me saying, are you shitting in my asshole? <laughs> well, you just did it. Um, yeah, there you go. Do that one and uh, you won't kill me, Dad. You won't kill me, Dad. You won't kill me, Dad. You right, won't kill let's me, get into the, <laughs> Let's get into the summary for season two, episode one, Gehedad. All right, so speaking of killing me, Dad. Uh, Quentin we, Tarantino also directed this episode. We get to a funeral. The, the bells are tolling. Everyone's there in mourning in their finest funeral gear. Bum, yeah. <laughs> Luke's wearing a suit. Karen's just, wearing a dress. Keith's wearing sunglasses. Annie's just trying to come up with like free use music that sounds vaguely like Phantom of the Opera. <laughs> um, so we get to the funeral. Nathan's looking at his dad's dead body and he's like, well, this kind of sucks. He's looking at his dad's corpse. And then Deb goes up what to a the. Bummer. Deb approaches the coffin, and all of a sudden, Dan wakes up, and he says, you gonna kill me, Dad? <laughs> Actually, no. He wakes up and says, you killed me, you bitch! Which you is killed me, you bitch! Totally normal thing for the body to do at a funeral, but... And if we can remember, in the last episode, when Deb shows up to the beach house, he goes... You better hope I die. Right. Like, what a fucker. What a menacing <laughs> thing to say. And you know what? I do hope you die. You're a piece of shit. You're a fuckhead. Eat yeah. shit, cocksucker. Um, Bitch. So, so Deb. Deb's having a little. Deb's at the funeral, but then she wakes up. Oh, it was a nightmare. Yep. And then we <laughs> Audrey was to... snapping the whole time. She's like, yes, Dan's dead. Dan's dead. And I was like. He's in the fucking opening credits. How, what do, you, do you really think he's dead? I knew better. So then we cut to our theme song. And after the theme song, we have Haley and Nathan laying in bed. Nathan's watching her sleep. And she wakes up and she goes, I had this strange dream that we were married. And he's like, I had the same dream. I was just watching you sleep. Fucking weird. And... 
that's about it. They're just all snuggly buggly. He and just Collins her, Edward Collins, the whole fucking scenario. We cut to the beach, and Lucas has a shaved head. He looks like Sinead O'Connor. And it's Keith, a very good look. Keith makes fun of him. There's nothing compares. Nothing compares to you. The toxicity of our city. Of our city. Okay, you can't do that to me with System of a Down. You already did it. So Lucas has a shaved head, and him and Keith are on the beach, just like. They scatting the entire dialogue. I missed this. I must have been writing something important. They're talking about some stupid shit. Like, can you believe we're really here? Oh my god, I can't believe we're really here. Oh, my phone's ringing. So then, um. We cut to Karen at the cafe, also rocking a new haircut. She's got a nice bob. And she's looking out the window, and she sees this little kid with a gray hoodie on just dribbling a basketball down the Mini street. Mini Luke. Mini Lucas. Little Lucas, if you will. Little Luke. And he dribbles past the cafe, and she's like, well, that's enough existing for today, and she closes the store. <laughs> she literally just closes it. Yeah, like, she... what if there are people in there? Like, <laughs> Yeah, she Sarah Paulson cries and then closes up shop immediately. Yeah. And then, so we're having just kind of like our Where Are They Now episode for season two. Um, Peyton's in her room, and she hangs up a drawing of Jake and Jenny at the dock from last episode. And while she's doing that, Brooke shows up, and like Peyton says, does anyone fucking knock or use a doorbell in this town? Don't think so. So It's her fault. Right. She kind of let it happen yeah. for the she first like fucking trained, season. She like trained her friends to come in without knocking. <laughs> I'm busy camming. So basically Brooke comes in. She's like, let's go. And she's like, where are we going? And Brooke's like, it's day two of our Hose Over Bros reunion tour. And Brooke starts heading out the door. And then Peyton sees the note from Luke in her purse and like tucks it away real quick. And Jeez. they go on and skedaddle. Mm. And then Haley and Nathan are in bed together, and Nathan gets a phone call, and he finds out that his dad had a heart attack. Sad. And Haley's like, okay, well, maybe we should wait to tell your parents that we're married, because uh, probably bad timing. And he's mm-hmm. like, Haley, he's like, no. Haley, we're married now. Haley. I'm never going to hide that. I love you. Yeah. <laughs> I love you more than 2K. Yes. So part of our... Love you more than Jordan. <laughs> so, part of our Hose Over Bros reunion tour, Brooke and Peyton are walking down the dock, and she's like, come on, you've been on my dad's boat before. And she's like, yeah, with your dad driving. And she's like, it's just like a car on the water. And so they steal the boat. That's interesting. Is it stealing? No, she- it's borrowing, but illegally driving it. Yeah, and also, yeah, you need a boating license. And also... Something about comparing a boat to just being a car on the water is the most insane fucking <laughs> comparison in the world. Why would you... A surfboard's just a skateboard in the water. No, it's not. Yes, it is. <laughs> it's completely... Yeah, uh, you know what? It's exactly like driving a car in the water if the road was repaved every three seconds. Yes. What so the, the fuck? Then we cut back to the beach and... 
Keith is staring off into the horizon, and Luke's like, Jesus, who died? And he's like, it's Dan. And it's always someone who yeah, almost... Yeah, heart attack. You yeah. can't say that line because someone may have actually died. Yeah. <laughs> like, you have to learn to just not, and not say that. Yes. <laughs> so then we get to the hospital. It's a little bedside manner thing you need to learn there. And Deb, yeah. speaking of bedside manner, Deb is sitting at Dan's bedside. <laughs> and She's um, like, you fucking prick, I hope you die. And the doctor <laughs> comes in, and he's just like... Well, it ain't looking too good, but it ain't looking too bad. That's a pretty good medical diagnosis, Doc. Mm-hmm. You want to put into actual words for me? Yeah. And Deb weirdly asks him, like, what if I had called sooner? Would it have changed? And it flashes back. Well, first the doctor says, well, earlier is always better. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> good rule of thumb. No is shit. Like, you don't want to wait an hour so, before you call. <laughs> it flashes back <laughs> to the beach ambulance. house right after Dan says to Deb... Um, you, you better, better hope, hope I, I die. And she basically stands up. She goes, are you fucking serious phone, right throws now? Throws her phone to the other side of him. And she's like, you know what? I was coming here to apologize, but you're a fucking prick. Yeah. I'm she gonna calls let him, you fucking die. And then he's like, help me, help me. She calls him the assiest ass. Which is a great insult in, yeah. in Deb terms. And yeah. then he basically passes out from the pain or and or dying. And she's like, oh, God, I should probably call like, 911. Oh, uh, I'm going to call now. Yeah. So then silly goose. we cut to Haley and Nathan Goosey getting ready silly. to go to the hospital. And Nathan's like, have you seen my gray t-shirt? And Haley finds it and she just holds it. And then she has a flashback. To when they decided to get married. And Nathan's just like, you're my family now. Will you marry me? She's like, that's not normal. We're in high school. And he's like, with you, I don't ever want to be normal. Yeah, and I mean... I could love you forever. You guys, I'm sorry, but this is so fucking stupid. It's really stupid. Mm -hmm. Like, you can... If you really think you're going to last, you don't need to get married. Yeah. Wait, why? Because they're in high school? Exactly. That doesn't really matter that much. It didn't matter to Woody Allen, Jerry Seinfeld, Keemstar, Drake, Jesse Lacey, every pop punk vocalist, Jeffrey Epstein, Epstein, Epstein <laughs> Drake Bell, Paul Walker, Chris D'Elia, yeah. all of Led Zeppelin, the principal from Ferris Bueller's Day Off, Romeo Montague was like 38. Yeah. So yeah, all, all those people are really bad. <laughs> <laughs> but so... Here's the difference. Those are grown men preying on young girls. These are two kids of equal age that are both stupid and just hit puberty like three years ago. I mean, Will and I are are aware. Our mom was a teenager when she got married, but that's different. That's a different story. You're literally, your lives are fine. Just because you emancipated yourself doesn't mean you need to jump into marriage. Exactly. (laughs) Just chill the fuck out. I love that though. Like it's it's still the it's like it's it's hard that that happened to them first of all, but it's still funny like hearing Dan talk about it. Like uh, for mom and dad's, I think it was their thirtieth wedding anniversary. He always goes, "Why have I been alive longer than you've been married?" Fantastic. He posted on Facebook. Like people like our friends and family are all seeing this. He did it. He, my mom posted like an anniversary thing for their 30th. And, and he's like, wait, hold up. <laughs> wait, hold up. I did the math. Wait a minute. <laughs> I did the math on this one. <laughs> wait a minute. How come I've been alive longer than you've been married? <laughs> 
It's fantastic. It's the best joke he's ever done. It's yeah. a killer bit. It's a great bit. <laughs> it's a lifelong bit. Too. It it, it'll never stop. <laughs> so then we cut to the beach, and Keith and Luke are brooding together. Mm-hmm. And Luke's like, "Do you think my mom knows?" And Keith's like, I mean... <laughs> yeah, she's the one who called me, actually. <laughs> yeah, he's like, she probably should. Not really, because... but she would know. It's Tree Hill. Right. Like, <laughs> she needs to know. She's your... He's the father of you. Yeah. Hello. And he's like, is it wrong that I hope he dies? <laughs> <laughs> Why did he say it like Millhouse? Is it wrong that I hope he dies? <laughs> I hope you die. My father got a heart attack and he's in the hospital. Everything's coming up, Millhouse. <laughs> <sighs> Sorry, now I don't know why, but that conversation just made me think of you're 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 disrespecting a future U- U.S. Army soldier. <laughs> <laughs> just the kid's stutter in that video is iconic. You're disrespecting a future U- U.S. Army soldier. You, you know, you're disrespecting a U.S. U- U.S. Army soldier. <laughs> um, so, meanwhile, we see. Because then Keith kind of zones out, and then we see Dan in the car, and he was actually, like, planning an apology, and he was, like, about to go in and apologize to Deb, and that's when he walked in on Keith yeah, and Deb. Yeah, he had this whole speech. He was like, I love you. Forgive me. Take me back. You're, you're my lady, and I want to have sex with you. Yeah, yeah I, that's, that's what it was. That's exactly how it was. But it was actually a little bit more <laughs> apologetic than that. And he was like making like a lot of like really valid points oh, on yeah, how big no, of a prick he's been. He's like, sorry for all the slurs that I said behind closed <laughs> doors. <laughs> but at the same time, it's like, how much of that actually happened or was it real? Like, was it a made up memory or did it actually happen? Uh, also, why did he pick that time to apologize right before he found his brother sleeping with his wife? Right. So weird fucking it's not his fault. Yeah. I don't think he <laughs> planned his, that. It's, it's his fault. He should have apologized earlier. So it's, it's well, taking years. I guess that's fair. So then um Karen is at the hospital and she shows up in Whitey's room and he's asleep and then he like jolts one eye open and he's like, sorry, I pretend to be asleep whenever that nurse comes in here. Deep talks with Whitey. Yeah. She's like death. Only uglier. <laughs> so, um, Karen is sitting on Whitey's bedside, and she's talking about Whitey. Lucas. And he's like, you know what? Maybe he left so that you could spread your wings and grow and fly. And she's like, you know, I have been thinking about taking courses at the community college. And Whitey just freaks out. And he goes, he's like, stop thinking about it, damn it, and do it. <laughs> yeah, that's it's a very unhinged, like old man move to just scream at someone to do something productive with yes. their life. <laughs> so he's basically just like, make some time, take a few chances, because when you're my age, you're gonna be like me and wishing you did and thinking about all the things you didn't do. Well, I mean, I'm just saying, if Karen took some business classes, like uh, the chili shack could really boom. Yeah, especially if she didn't <laughs> close it whenever a little kid playing right. basketball walked by. Whenever a little boy looking like Lucas runs by. It's not a good business model, I'll give you that. So we cut to the boat, and um, Peyton and Brooke are laying on the the 
the bow. Not wearing swimsuits, I might add. They Pey- decided to go on a fucking boat and not wear swimsuits. Yeah. So they're laying there and... Peyton is wearing Converse. Yes. And they're talking about everything and Peyton's just like, Brooke, it's okay to miss Lucas. And then they have, like, some kind of a deep talk, but not really. And then all of a sudden, this fucking boat of, like, eight dudes going, yeah, drives by. And Brooke's like, okay, I guess I'll show them my boobies. So she flashes flashes them. them, And then they're like, let's go swimming. And Peyton's like, we don't have (laughs) bathing suits. Brooke's like, that hasn't stopped us before. And they get naked and go swimming. Like, they've done this before? I thought it was the other way around. I thought Peyton said that. I could be wrong. Either way. It doesn't really matter. But it's it actually does well. It doesn't really, but <laughs> but just in the sense that Mark Schwann was making them so uncomfortable, probably doing this. Yeah, because like, there's no way that they wanted to do he that. He wrote this scene in. He had to have it was so fucking the flashing, weird. the skinny dipping. Can we make a quick note that we splashing. we are not Mark Schwann stands? No, at all. This guy's we're a, just One Tree Hill stands. We're just we're we're supporting the actors. <laughs> In the in the people who worked really hard to put this the show together, not Mark yeah, Swan. That guy's a prick. Yeah. So then we cut <laughs> back to the beach house apartment thingy in Charlotte, and uh, Luke's just like Keith, we're going back, right? And he's like, "Fuck you, we're making a pros and cons list. Here's a list of why we should stay. Here's a list of why we should go." And they start that, and we cut back to the boat because. Lucas says one of the reasons he wants to stay is because he fucked shit up with Brooke and Peyton royally. And so yeah. we cut back to the two lovely ladies, and Peyton's like, Brooke, I gotta tell you something. I got this letter from Lucas, because Brooke's like, why well, didn't you even say goodbye to us? Blah, 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 blah. And then it leads to a big fight, like, why didn't you tell me you got this letter? I didn't I didn't want it to do the baby. It's like she didn't even fucking read it yet. Right, it's not even open. It's not like Peyton read it herself. So they get into a big old fight. What else is fucking new? Then we cut to Haley and Nathan outside of the hospital door. And Nathan's like, Haley, you don't have to come in with me. It's fine. And she's like, I want to. You went with me to my parents. And then we get a scene of Haley walking into her house. She walks in the kitchen. And there's this woman sitting in there. And she's like, hi, Haley. Um, talks to Haley for a little bit. I'm like... Is this Haley's mom? It's not Haley's mom. It's a black woman named Marion. Yeah, and I was like... <laughs> she must be a neighbor or something. Yeah. This close friend. You know right away that Nate thought the same thing, though. Cause, yeah. Because Haley's like, Mom, are you home? And then Marion says, in here, dear, as if to imply that she is the mother. Yeah. Well, and it seems as though, based on the conversation that we hear later between Haley's parents... This is like the first time they've ever met him, really. Yeah, because yeah, he keeps sneaking in through her bedroom window. Right. Yeah. So, like, he's that. They're guy walking him. into this and going to drop a huge bomb. Yes. Right. So, <laughs> they, her mom comes in and they're like, Can we talk to you and dad alone? And she's like, Are you pregnant? And she's like, No, Jesus Christ. And she's like, Marion, can you get out of here? And Marion's like, I see when I'm not wanted. Marion, skedaddle. She's like, Give me the tea later. To the mom, and the mom's like, wink, wink, I will text you. And we never saw Marion again. Put in like a R.I.P. sound here, like a... The Twilight song. I was going to do just bagpipes. Oh, wait. <laughs> <At a> funeral. <laughs> or taps. <Yeah. laughs> Put taps Give her in. a fucking military funeral. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> R.I.P. Marion. We'll never forget you. You're disrespecting a future U.S. Army soldier. Yes. So, um, before that conversation starts, um, we're get, we get back to the stay slash go list, and Lucas goes Nathan, and Dan's like, okay, good, and starts to write it on the stay side, and he's like, no. He's one of the reasons I want to go back. I was wrong about him. He's a good guy. And Keith's like, that's really, like, cool. I can't believe you and Nate are friends. He's like, cool. If you want to go back, that's fine. I'm staying. Because I fucked Nathan's mom. I hate my brother. (laughs) I fucked my brother's ex-wife, who's not actually his ex-wife. They are still married. um, Keith also says something to Luke in regards to the sex with Deb, but he doesn't give him the details. He basically says, there's... Things that I can't go back to there. Like, there's yeah. things that I can't take back. Yeah. So, then Keith is like, I gotta go on a walk. So he goes for a walk. I think I just caught a bug in my hands. Oh, God. Are you Ralph Macchio? What the fuck's going on here? I didn't. Uh, that would have been cool, though. So, Mr. Um, Miyagi, I got one. We get to Haley and Nathan... Um, walking into the hospital room. He's like, is my dad going to die? And the nurse is like, you should go talk to your fucking mom. I'm not her. She's in the chapel. The nurse so, is like, I'm just here to wash him. You better move. Yeah. You better get out of here. I'm inserting his <laughs> catheter, so fuck off. Uh, so he goes... Dan's dick is just out. <laughs> so, they go, <laughs> so they go to the chapel. Whoa, dad! Whoa! <laughs> whoa, dad! They get to whoa, the chapel. Wh- wait, whoa, dad! Nice cock! Nice cock! <laughs> Nice cock. So they get to the chapel, and Deb is sitting there alone by candlelight. And they sit down and hug, and they're like, we're here for you. And she's like, Nathan, remember when you got your tonsils out? I sat in this chapel all night because I just felt like something was going to go wrong. (laughs) Deb, it ain't that big. And nobody gives a shit. And then Haley was like, Deb, like we're here for you. And she, Deb, her hand is on Deb's shoulder, and Deb is holding her hand. And then she looks over, and she sees the ring on Haley's finger, and she grabs Nathan's hand, and she sees the ring on Nathan's finger, and she's like, tell me what's going on. She's like... You can't tell? She does that thing where she's like... Smiling, mm-hmm. like mental breakdown. Like, yeah. what the fuck what, is going on? What's happening? What happened? Mm-hmm. Tell me. And she has a complete mental breakdown. And Haley's like, Mrs. Scott. She's like, shut up. This is the beginning of Deb's psychotic break, by the way. Yes. So basically, Deb goes crazy. She starts yelling at Nathan. And Haley chimes in again. She goes, shut the hell up. And then basically tells Nathan that it's his fault that Dan and had, Haley's. Yeah, it's their fault. That Dan had a heart attack. And then she storms out. So that moment's killed. And she's out in the hallway crying. And Karen leaves Whitey's room. And she's like, oh, my God, Deb, what are you doing here? Oh, God. And she's like, it's Dan. He's going to die. He's going to die. And then they're hugging. And she's like, it's all my fault. And it's like, so whose fault is it? Yeah, so she takes responsibility after the fact with Karen. But she's going to blame her son and his now wife. Yeah. It just doesn't seem right. The mortality rate... I just found this out. The mortality rate in uh, tonsillectomies is one in every 20,000 procedures. Cool. Um, Moving on. (laughs) 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 So we cut to um, Haley's house and uh, Haley's mom's like, honey, get in here. Haley's pregnant. (laughs) And so. What a fucking insane thing. Haley's dad walks in and you guessed it. (laughs) 
the power of dad. Haley's dad's Huey Lewis. Um, <laughs> Haley's dad is Huey Lewis. Yeah. That's the power the news, of dad. The news is not there. Yeah. The new, yeah, it sands the news. <laughs> the news is the rest of the family. They're somewhere outside. So Haley rally. technically is the news. Yeah, uh, Haley is the news. Okay. So they come in and they're like, we need to talk to you. And she's like, I'm not pregnant. Blah, blah, blah. And then Nathan's like, you guys know, like, I'm emancipated. Um, and yeah. I really respect you guys. And Huey Lewis says, Nathan, if we adopt you, all this making out with Haley's got to stop, at least in public. Yeah. Also, Which, it was funny as fuck. All, the bits that they do with between Haley's, Haley's parents are fucking hilarious. They're the best characters in the entire fucking show. And you w- see kind of where she gets her little wittiness from. My yeah. ass is numb. They are silly, silly people. Yeah. There are lines that are not edgy enough for Gilmore Girls that made it into this episode. Yes. Between the dialogues of the of the James parents. So they start talking and they explain that they want to get married. And Haley's mom's just like, you're in high school. And she's like, I love him. And then she's just like, I'll discuss this with your father. And Haley's like, mom. And she's like, basically explains that Haley is so smart and knows what's best for her, so they're going to actually discuss it. Um, right. And then we cut to Peyton and Brooke storming off the boat. Well, Brooke's storming. Peyton's following, as always. And Brooke's just like, I can't believe you wouldn't tell me. Nyam, 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 nyam. And Peyton's like, I just wanted us to be friends, and I thought that whatever was in this note would put us back few, a few steps. Which is, which is valid. Yeah. Like... I don't think that that was incorrect for Peyton not to show that to her right away. Honestly, exactly. she shouldn't have never brought it. She should never have brought yeah. it up. Um, well, I think she did just because she was seeing how how confused and hurt Brooke kind of was about Luke leaving without saying anything. Like, right. yeah, yeah, he's been a dick, but at least he he's nice enough to say something before he leaves, which he was nice enough to say something before he left. He wrote right. them a letter. Yes. So then, um, <laughs> it's true. Basically, they start reminiscing, and they decide that they are friends and those over again. bros. Whatever. So um, it was a nothing fight. Exactly. It got solved. Same. It was episode. stupid. Yes. So Haley. Oh, at some point, uh, Deb was at the Chili Shack with Karen, talking about everything and about how um, Haley's married to Nathan and all the shit that's going on. Yeah. And then later. Haley shows up to the Chili Shack to talk to Karen, and she walks in, and Karen goes, hello, Mrs. Scott. She's like, I wish you were there, blah, blah, blah. And then she's basically just like, I I assume Deb told you, like, is she she mad, blah, blah, blah. And then Karen basically says, like, hey, you're in high school. I got married in high, or I fell in love in high school. Look where I'm at. But sometimes love fades, and I just hope it doesn't fade for you. So she, she technically got Karen's blessing. Right. Um, In a kind of a roundabout way. And meanwhile, Nathan's sitting on a park bench, and Lucas calls him, and he goes, hey, man, it's Lucas. And Nathan goes, hey, man. And he's just like, sorry about our dad. And that's about it. Just like reaching out to be a good brother. Right. And Nathan's like, hey, uh, did you know that Haley's dad is Huey Lewis? <laughs> A, a heads up would have been nice on this. I would have I would have really appreciated Luke's this. Like, yeah, time. I've been going to concerts for years. <laughs> <laughs> so um, then we cut to Huey Lewis talking to Mrs. Lewis, uh, <laughs> Haley's mom, <laughs> um, and they're talking about the pros and cons. And basically, she's like, 
you know? If she doesn't marry him, she ends up hating us, getting pregnant, becoming a prostitute, dropping out of school, and the next thing we know, she's smoking crack and sleeping in the gutter. <laughs> and, and then Jim, his name, by the way, his name is... Jimmy. Jimmy, his full, real name is James James. Jimmy James. James James. James James, James, James uh, obviously, in this scenario, is like, okay, I get the fucking point. Yeah, she's obviously not smoking crack. She's not going to be doing any of that shit. She's a more responsible person. But, like, come on. And he makes the point, if they love each other now, and they'll love each other in three years, then they can wait until they get out of college. Yeah, and he's just like, but he's even think, you're thinking, like, this is so weird, like, they're... I, I hear them upstairs, him sneaking in while I'm reading War and Peace or whatever the fuck I'm reading that night. And they're making out, sneaking around. And I'm like, fellas, I'm afraid you're just too darn loud. Oh, fellas. I'm afraid you're just too darn loud. What? It's a Back to the Future reference. Uh, where he literally plays the guy at the talent show. Uh, and they play Power of Love yep, at the talent yep, show. Yep. That's a good one. Ah, that's a good joke. Um, so then um, the parents are like well okay I guess it's fine Um, and Brooke and Peyton are sitting by the beach and they have the letter and they're considering reading it and Peyton says I need to stop chasing boys and focus on me and Brooke's like me too bitch and then they decide to burn the letter so we'll never know what was in it but the letter actually gets um, pulled out of the flames by um, a stray uh, Italian American man who goes on to become um, Mike the Situation, and um, it comes forward in a TV show later, like probably nine years later, and the contents of the letter were actually <laughs> Sam. <laughs> the first night at bed, Ron put his face between two cocktail waitresses' breasts. <laughs> <laughs> I <laughs> Will just angrily removed his headphones. <laughs> I just I was gonna say something along the lines of that it was the, the deed to the chili shack or something like that. <laughs> but I think yours is better. <laughs> <laughs> the deed to the chili shack. Yeah. <laughs> there's deeds, there's deeds. That's funny as fuck actually. <laughs> <laughs> so then um, Karen just doesn't have a job anymore she's like what the fuck yeah she ran the business into the fucking ground because she keeps seeing little Lucas's everywhere she won't keep the restaurant open the ghost of Lucas yeah so um, <laughs> then we cut to Keith alone in the <laughs> auto body shop at the school he's supposed to work at which what is he how'd he get in there he probably got keys yeah. Let's be real. <laughs> but he's in there and he's just like, wow, my future. And then he looks and he sees a broken windshield and he has a flashback of when Dan broke the glass and said, you're not my brother anymore. And Lucas shows up and he's like, Keith, we got to go back, man. Like, I know it's God, Dan, go but we got to go back. And Keith's like, every single life he touches is worse because of him. Look at your mom, Deb, me, Nathan, you. We're not going back. <laughs> And he's like, why you, should I me, go back? Nathan, me, you, me. Did <laughs> me. I mention me? Huey, me. me, you, Huey Lewis. The news. <laughs> <laughs> so he's like, why should I go back? And Lucas is like, because he's your brother. brother. And that's why Luke's going back. Yes. 
Because Nathan is his brother. And I would have said, fuck you. I have a lease. that I have still got 12 months on this fucking lease. Are you asking me to just not take this job? Are you asking me to be broke? I can't get my asking me. I can't get my security deposit back for another twelve months. So this is sunk cost, you dumb fuck. (laughs) So this leads to our end of the episode montage. First, we have Haley packing her bags and moving out. Then we have Karen showing up to visit Dan in the hospital, and they're like, "Sorry, immediate family only." And she goes, "He's the father of my son." And they're like, "Oh, right this way, madame." And then they take her. It's so common. And then we have Whitey laying in his hospital bed, and the doctor's like, "Yeah, you got a brain tumor, my guy." Um, And then Nathan comes home, and Haley's crying and looking at CDs, and he's like, "What's wrong?" And she's like, "I'm just organizing our CDs, and we can't put Wilco next to Wu Tang Clan. It's not gonna work." She was mad because there were no doubles of their CDs. It's like no one listens to your Jeff Tweedy bullshit, dude. No one gives a fuck about Natalie Merchant. Actually, I do. I love Natalie Merchant. (laughs) We are Natalie Merchant stands here. Tiger Lily fucking rules, guys. I just, I think this is a very irrational thing to try and end your marriage over um, because people just generally don't have the same music taste. Yeah. Right. The only, <laughs> Except for me and Will. Well, the only double that we had was the Violent Femmes EP, and we gladly gave one of them to Annie. I think we had a couple dub- dubles. Oh, and I got Contra, too. Oh, that's right. She got Contra. That's mm-hmm. right. So we had a couple. Yeah, in the 1975, I think. Yeah. So. And a Zeppelin album. So, um, basically, Nathan's like, you're acting like a psycho, um, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, no one believes in us. Like, this is never going to work. And he's like, I believe in us. And she's like, okay, we're married again. And that's about it. He puts the ring back on her finger all as well. And then Karen is closing up shop in the chili shack. And Lucas walks in. He gives her a big old hug. And uh, Keith is also back. He walks into the hospital. Um... And he walks in and finds Deb, and they hug. And as they hug, Dan is risen, just like Jason Voorhees. Rises from the fog like Donnie Most in that Family Guy bit. Donnie Most. uh, My friends and I um, just watched the original Friday the 13th movie. It's so good. It was very good. Mm -hmm. Uh, It was very good. But there's more stuff. Lastly, Peyton and Brooke are dancing on the beach, and all of a sudden they turn around and Lucas is there. Right, and he's just standing there, and they and they stop, embarrassed, like like he caught them having sex or something yeah. like that, something crazy. Also, they do show a little. Uh, they show the wedding ceremony. Oh yeah, uh, they got married, and Huey Lewis was there. And you know what? That's the power of love, baby. The power of love. Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> Here, cut that. So they show the wedding ceremony and. No, fuck you. I'm leaving yours in. <laughs> You're an asshole. <laughs> I've been waiting 23 fucking episodes to make that joke. You find out Huey Lewis is in it at the last fucking second, and you think you can take that joke from me? Pot's canceled. Pot's canceled. All right, so no. see you next week. It's not, it's not canceled. All right, moving on to our segments. Best song of the episode. Uh, it was gonna be "Empty Apartment" by Yellow Card, but then I forgot that this uh, one other jam was in it. 
She will be loved by Maroon 5. <laughs> no, but <laughs> the fact that it did come back was great. Uh, Take Your Mama by the Scissor Sisters is a fucking great jam. It was... Uh, is Scissor Sisters supposed to be a euphemism? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> they Every, were hella gay. Uh, everything back then was, was supposed to be like... Uh, was supposed to be a euphemism of some sort. I don't fucking know. Um... <clears throat> So yeah, who Huey Lewis is a euphemism for Hubert Lubert. I want to fucking kill you. You're dead tonight. Um, <laughs> you okay. won't kill me, dead. <laughs> <laughs> um, we did not see any Whitey Nibs, but he was in the episode. He, I, um, we saw some. We saw some uh, aspiring to be Nips in the hospital gown. Yeah, but we did see Haley's Nips again. We yeah. saw a flashback. A flashback, flashback of the same the Nips s- from the final yeah. finale. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was great. Um, we also saw Nathan's nipple ring. Yes, nipple ring came back as well. Which, by the way, we forgot about until just that fucking moment. Well, I thought the yeah. nipple no, ring was I gone. I was reminded no, of it in one of the last no, they, episodes. When he's shirtless, they'll sometimes put it on him, I think. Yeah. But they're. Like most of the time, I think they throw it on him. Uh, okay, so I don't think I saw it in the uh, episode where the, Hicker- the Hickerington Hicks. Uh, Kidnapped them. Pickerington Hicks. Uh, he might take it out for basketball games. He might take it out for yeah. basketball games. Uh, so. Carolinian of the week. Okay. Um, I, don't, I don't have mine yet, so I'd like to I hear yours. Mine. I have mine. All right. Odd. Huey Lewis. I was going to fucking say Huey Lewis. God damn it. <laughs> I can't have anything. Why? Because <laughs> he brought comedy. And that's about it. Apparently, he was the funniest person in the episode. I Apparently, you guys I've never been on live. You guys aren't. Before. You guys aren't convincing me. I love Huey Lewis, but you're not convincing okay, me that he should be well the Carolinian of the week. Maureen. Who the fuck is Maureen? Was that her name? I, don't I thought f- it was Marion. Marion. Marion's Carolinian of the week. What's what's a? You're not. <laughs> I need you guys. We need substance here. Come on. Honestly, uh, there is none. Substance. Okay. Whitey. No. Well, okay. Well. Yeah. Mm. He convinces Karen to stop sitting around and go and fucking do something. Mm-hmm. I think that's pretty good. Because there wasn't anyone. There wasn't su- much like, impact. Supreme this yeah. Week. No. I would like to go out of my way to exclude Keith and Lucas. Because they weren't in. Well, they were in Carolina. They were they were, they were in Charleston, but they were, were like the fact that they were even debating on coming back is just kind of like who gives a shit. Like, yeah, they weren't doing nothing this episode. Yeah, I like Whitey. I'll give it to him this yeah. week. I. He's really the only person I feel the need to give it to. I can't think of anyone better, honestly. Yeah, because everybody else is kind of either being annoying or just doing something stupid. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that's it, folks. Wait, the asshole of the week. Oh, asshole of the week. I got oh. mine. Mine's a <sighs> asshole. Mine's of not Dan for once week. because he I know was mine. Unconscious. I know mine. Who's yours? Deb. Mine too. Yeah. Yeah. De- Deb had a bit of a what the professional wrestling world would call a heel turn. Yeah. yeah. She crazy. It's where the the wrestler who was once a hero becomes the villain like Hulk Hogan did. And like times. I said before, this is the beginning of Deb's psychotic break. So and I can't wait to see it. Yes. And also, um, I will mention a 
I heard that Barbara Allen Woods loved playing this role, especially when Deb got crazy. It's a variety. Yeah. It's the spice of life. It's fun. I can't wait to see it. You're going to love it. It's so far so good. I love uh, how unhinged she is right now. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Well, uh, I guess that's it. Uh, Great first episode of the new season. Wait, 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 wait. Start wrapping that bag closed. That's a wrap, folks. <laughs> I want to fucking kill Bye, you. y'all. See ya. I love you. I love you, too. <laughs> it comes with old age, Danny. Constipation. Constipation. First of all, that doesn't Constipation. Second of all, You're full of crap. Constipation.